Abby Montgomery Johnson, your host of Stand Up and Speak Up, a show that is about each and every one of us. Many of us have something, something we're hiding, something we are ashamed of, something that through no fault of our own or through our own making we keep hidden, and that in turn keeps us hidden from each other and the world. Good people go through terrible situations. Wise people know when and how to let it go. Everything that happens to us helps us grow. And while it may be hard to see it right away, the most important thing to do is to change your perception about your circumstances. Stand Up and Speak Up features ordinary people just like you and me who've been through extraordinary times and then found the courage to step out from behind their smiles and speak up about their experiences and the lessons gleaned from them. And I want to welcome you guys today. It's a hot day in South Florida, but we've got one hot topic and a great guest. And uh, I know that you've, if you're, you're on the show right now, you've seen the, uh, the advertisements that I have the face of military romance scams on my show today. And I know he doesn't want to be known by that. But I want to welcome my friend, Colonel Brian Denny. Welcome from Virginia, Brian. Thanks, Debbie. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I'm really excited that you're here. I'm going to tell people that you have been, you're retired from the Army now, full colonel. Thank you so much for your service. No, thank you. I, I often tell people I had the best job in the world. I worked for Americans for uh, 26 years and uh, loved it. Uh, some days were certainly better than others, but uh, I always found working with uh, young men and women uh, a, a very rewarding uh, experience and, uh, yeah, loved it. Everything well, else as is a former Air Force on. officer and a mother of an Army pilot and a Marine Corps mm-hmm. pilot um, and daughter-in-laws and everything else, I just, I, you know, I've already got goosebumps because when I first met <laughs> you and you know, found out that you were a former Army, I think we talked more about our military service than we did about why we were on the Mel Robbins show. <laughs> I think so, and I would also say thank you for your service as well. So much well, appreciated. my pleasure. And, uh, and this, this topic today is really important to me. Um, not because you and I have met, but because of my kids and the situation that they're on active duty and the, so many of the women that I speak to that are being approached by men in uniform. So before we, before we dive into the subject of online scammers uh, and using military pictures, I just want to say, what does it take to serve in the military? What kind of a person does it take? Um, you know, I think um, that's a good question. I think that, uh, you know, for me, it was easy, and I, I can't speak for everybody. I know the bulk of my Joes that I got in uh, would say they were there for college money uh, and uh, or wanting uh, uh, an experience. Some patriotic just wanted to serve their country. I mean, it was it was easy for me. I um, grew up on a tobacco farm in North Carolina. Uh, I knew pretty clearly I, I did not want to spend the rest of my life on a tobacco farm. And uh, I knew at a very early age uh, I wanted to serve in the military. It's the only thing I've ever wanted to do was be a soldier. And uh, I was lucky enough my mom and dad had uh, set aside funds for me to go to college. I was going to be the first kid to go to a four-year school. Uh, And I did that. I was enlisted in the National Guard while I was going to college. And then I was uh, commissioned into the Army. And uh, I came in with a three-year commission or obligation and – I said, you know, if I get in, they're going to have to kick me out. And so I stayed around for 26 years and uh, loved it. It was, uh, again, uh, it was a dream for me to be able to serve. And, uh, and uh, I, 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 
you know, it, it has put everything in my life in perspective because, you know, I've been served overseas 11 years in Europe, uh, almost four years of combat operations in the Middle East, in Bosnia. Uh, you, you, you've been there. You've seen uh, other places, other worlds, and what life is like. And uh, it makes me just extremely grateful to be able to come back home to the United States and, and live in Virginia and, and have the things that I have. And uh, uh, I'm just uh, I'm very proud of my service. I'm very proud of every young man and woman that goes out and serves, be it uh, for three years or, or 30. Uh, you know, it's all important in terms of keeping us safe and protecting our national interests. So I'm very appreciative of uh, all military folks, uh, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard, and, and what they do to keep us safe. Well, I, as you were talking about where you've been, I just was getting these tings, tinges of, oh, my gosh, I've been there, you know, because we lived in Germany. I served in Wiesbaden. Um, my husband was yep. in Bosnia. My boys have been overseas across the pond and multiple times in the desert. One of them is there right now telling me it's very yep. hot there. Um, and <laughs> it's hot, but as I would always tell people, you know, we were in the Middle East since 120. I'm like, it's hot, yes, but it's not tobacco filled North Carolina at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in July hot. It's not that hot yet. So, uh, you know, it's all about metrics, right? So uh, it's about a perspective. Again, uh, I, I'm very lucky. I, I live near my folks now, still back on the farm, and uh, love to go home and visit. But, uh, you know, I think probably I love to go home and visit and uh, spend time with my family simply because, you know, one of the big reasons is I got, I, I got to go off and do what I wanted to do uh, and serve, and they were very supportive and uh, encouraging in that regard. So, uh, you know, it makes going home now to uh, the farm just that much more rewarding. Well, and I went to college in North Carolina, and I, it wasn't 112 in Chapel Hill, but it was, it's beautiful. And, um, <laughs> and, and I'm really grateful that you went to see your folks. My, my mom and dad are 85 and 90, and they live nearby me, and I've been able to spend a lot of time with them. So it really mm -hmm. had, it had me going the other day, though. I was trying to get a hold of you, trying to get a hold of you, and you were really ignoring me. And then I was talking to Kathy. <laughs> she said, no, he's with his dad. He's going to disconnect. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for doing that. It shows me, you know, we all need to disconnect and get back to our roots and our parents. Yeah, I, and I, I realize it probably seems like I was uh, ignoring you, and that, that may be true. I, I may have been uh, a bit there. But, yeah, I, uh, I took my family, uh, my son, uh, and, uh, you know, we went down, uh, wife and, and kids, uh, down to uh, North Carolina, time with my dad, uh, my mom, and I've got a 94-year-old grandmother. And, uh, you know, we are close enough. We can get down on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, as, as they say in the movie, there's no place like home. So yeah. uh, I uh, do enjoy going back and spending time on the farm. It's great. Love so it. So you are married and have a son. I think he's in college. Uh, he, yep, yeah, that's right. He is. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you have never been looking for love on a dating site. You personally? Uh, no. I, I personally, uh, I have said this a couple of times, Google, I'm not on any dating site uh, ever, but I know the, for a fact that I am on dozens and dozens and dozens of dating sites. Uh, my profile is, my pictures are, me personally, I'm not uh, on any dating site. So if someone thinks that they're talking to me or engaging me on a dating site, um, it's it's not me. It's 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 clearly a... A scam right away. Okay, and we'll talk about that because your wife wouldn't be happy if you were on a dating site. No, that's a fact. I mean, I, I, I picked one kind of medium to fight this in, and that's uh, Facebook because I, I was using Facebook a lot uh, to stay in touch with soldiers and people that I served with. Um, 
but yeah, that was the uh, extent of it. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not on any dating sites. Yeah, okay. that that draws a lot of unfavorable responses from the from the spouse. <laughs> <laughs> and I always maintain that if you are on a dating site, you don't need to put that you're a widow or that you're divorced because if you're on the site, you should be single. Correct. Yeah, it may, that it makes complete sense. Yes, right. Should be okay. So. Going to back, when you first found out that you were on a dating site, how did you find that out? So I, I had been out of the Army for uh, just a couple of months, and I was uh, uh, on LinkedIn. I'd been on LinkedIn updating my profile and, uh, you know, looking for jobs and this kind of thing. And someone reached out and said, hey, uh, you're Brian Denny. Uh, you know, I'd like to talk with you. And uh, I was pretty naive uh, at the time, had no idea this was possible. And uh, I said, sure. I, I thought it was probably about a job. And I said, hey, here's my phone number. Give me a, give me a call. And uh, a lady gave me a call, and she was from Canada. And she said, hey, um, you and I have been talking the past few months. I said, no, I don't think so. And uh, she said, yeah, we've been talking. So I'm going to send you some pictures. And she sent me pictures uh, that were uh, obviously of me. And, yep, that's me, but I haven't been, we haven't been having a conversation so. You're in Bosnia, uh, you're in the army, you're in Syria, you're in the army, uh, and you're coming home uh, in a few weeks. I'm like, no. I said, I've never served in Syria, I did retire the army. She said, well, I'm going to send you something else. And she sent me a, a plane ticket that showed where I was flying into Montreal, Canada. <laughs> and uh, my, my name was on it. Uh, I had a passport picture, and I said, yeah, this is not me. I don't know who this is, uh, but you're not, you're not talking to me. And, uh, and I, it's kind of chilling. I, I was, it's unnerving. You don't know exactly what's going on, what just happened, why, why is this happening. And uh, she kind of sorted out, and we kind of talked about it, that she had been talking to somebody that scammed her. And she said, you know, go on Facebook and just type your name in the search bar. And I did. And there were double digits of profiles using my picture, the same exact picture in multiple sites, same name, same spelling, uh, and I'm like, this is just uh, crazy. And uh, you start to wonder about what else in your life you've lost control of, your finances, and, and this kind of thing. But as it, it turns out for me, it was just, uh, it was just at that time about 12 pictures that were being used and uh, to, to establish these fake sites to take advantage of people. Where were the pictures first found? Had you put them on social media? So a couple were, you know, you could just search my name in Google, and a couple were Department of the Army still photos from deployments and this kind of thing. Um, you know, having uh, uh, not, not necessarily a high-profile job, but, you know, I was a, a commanding an infantry battalion uh, in Afghanistan. You get pictures taken of you, and they show up in pictures, and a couple of pictures out of Stars and Stripes and this kind of thing. And, and that's all online, and you, you could, you could you know, kind of easily get to those. And then a couple were from uh, my Facebook page um, that I think somebody, a friend of a friend, had, had, you know, kind of had a scammer on their page, kind of came in, got a couple of photographs, and, and this kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so it was a little bit of a mix of both. Some, you, anybody could have had access to, and then some, someone took off my Facebook page. So if you, you've talked, you've gone to Washington, and you've talked to DOD, uh, Department of the Army, too. What are they telling you, and what are they trying to do to protect us? Because this is a huge problem. Right. So it was funny. Um, probably a, a typical response was from the Pentagon. Uh, 
so we, we sat and, st- and talked with uh, the folks uh, in the Pentagon who were kind of working this issue, and it's their public affairs office, and uh, which, you know, and I, I get it. They're trying to story of, tell the story of thousands and thousands of great soldiers uh, every day and what they're doing for the country, and this is a nuisance. Um, you know, they acknowledge that this is a problem, that military people are widely used in this kind of scam. They said they have retired people, general officers calling them and, and saying, hey, this is happening. I need you to get rid of this, uh, make this go away. And they're like, it's just not that easy. It's it's not that easy to to make this stop. In fact, it's impossible to really make it stop um, without the cooperation of uh, social media giants like Facebook. And I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. But they said, yeah, we've got somebody that goes in every Monday morning and scrolls through uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, looking for, like, the chief of the United States Army, uh, you know, General Milley's uh, at the time uh, account to make sure there are no accounts. And I'm like, well, this was, I'm like, this is Wednesday. And I Googled up, you know, on Facebook, I pulled up, you know, six fake uh, accounts using the chief staff United States Army's picture right off the bat. I'm like, so if you've got somebody doing it every Monday, they're not doing a very good job. Because if we can't, if Facebook is, can't protect the, the senior guy in the United States military, United States Army, then how are they working to protect anybody else and the reality is they're not it's just not happening so um that was kind of uh telling that they really don't have a mechanism for for scanning and deleting these other than a guy or gal going in and kind of doing it manually and then they don't get any feedback from facebook um they said they've talked to facebook and they quickly wanted to know what do they tell what did they tell us uh my partner kathy and i when we went in and they're like yep it's uh, our system is very uh reactive you have to report and then once we report, we take action. But I think you've seen the stats. Um, you know, it's pretty abysmal uh, what they actually respond to and delete, uh, you know, after th- that we report as being a fake profile. So, uh, and so, and Facebook has probably one of the better percentage rates of uh, eliminating fake profiles, but it's still, you know, less than 50%. Well, and it's one down, 10 up. So Yeah, exactly right. So it's, it's a never-ending, you know, you don't really, you, you know, it's like trying to stop water through a dike. I mean, it's working a little bit, but, you know, without them being actively involved and taking interest in uh, eliminating the fake accounts, you know, it doesn't really go anywhere. So what do you there tell? There are mechanisms that can make it easier. What do you tell men and women when they, when they you know, are, are approached by someone on Facebook or one of the dating sites that's actually in a military uniform? What would you tell them right off the bat? You know, I, I would say... You know, one, uh, don't put pictures of yourself on uniform on, on dating sites. Um, Is that and, allowed uh, anyway? Uh, I don't know. Um, oh. I mean, I don't know that there's, uh, I don't know that there's anything uh, illegal about it. Uh, but I would just, yeah, I have learned that anything you put on uh, on the computer on the internet is fair game for scammers. I mean, we've talked about it. I've done a couple of video conferences. Um, where I talked to people and we talked about this issue, and they scammers would then, and that would be uploaded and posted on an anti-scam site, and people, and the, the scammers would take the video and just do voiceover, and it would be choppy and it would not be very good, but they could all write, you know, easily justify that by saying, yes, I'm in a, you know, some part of the world with bad internet connection, and I'm sorry that, that it's, it's choppy or whatever. I mean, there's ways to explain that because the quality is not very good, and one of the first times that uh, Kathy and I went to D.C. 
uh, and did an interview. We took a couple of pictures in front of uh, in front of the Capitol building and put that on uh, the advocating against romance scammers site uh, that she runs. And uh, you know those pictures were taken off that site and used by scammers. So I mean anything you put on, uh, be it in uniform or out of. It's fair game for scammers to use to, again, take advantage of people. You just got to know that going in. Those pictures are going to be used to hurt people if you're not careful. And I always thought that there might have been a DOD policy. I mean, I tell a lot of people that I know my kids aren't really, you know, cannot be on a, on a public page in a uniform, uh, and yeah. they're very careful about what they put on their – some of them don't even have social profiles anymore. You know, they've really clamped right. down. And my daughter-in-law works with a lot of uh, young Marines, and they are on them all the time. Be careful what you're putting on social media. Do not put pictures of you in military uniforms. And, and it's, just, it's just tough because, you know, we're, we're so social, and especially now mm-hmm. in this time of social distancing, and, you know, we're, we're looking for companions. We're looking for friends that we yeah. think and trust. I was talking to someone mm-hmm. yesterday about how that stranger danger we have as kids goes yeah. away when we get older. And we think that the person, I mean, I'm actually looking at you right now, but when you're on Facebook, we're looking at a picture mm-hmm. and we're thinking that person yeah. is real. And right. many, many times, most times, they're probably not real. But That's right. perceived reality That's right. is greater than reality sometimes. And, 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 you know, as uh, Kathy and I have kind of talked through and uh, come up with, you know, a saying, you, you don't really know the people you only know online. I mean, do you really know the voice at the end, of the, the, who's typing that text out? Um, and if anything, uh, you know, if I've learned anything over the course of the last three years is you don't know. Unless you're looking eyeball to eyeball uh, with somebody and having a conversation with them, you can't say, yeah, I really, I, I'm sure this is who I'm talking to. And, uh, and that person is who they say they are or claim to be. Um, it gets very tough. And, you know, you're right. When I've heard, you know, don't put military pictures uh, up or picture of yourself in uniform. I, I do. I did all the time uh, because I'm pretty proud of my service and, you know, uh, taking pictures of uh, myself and my guys uh, with my troopers out in Europe and then uh, downrange those pictures all the time. And I thought, okay, I need to kind of screen these for OPSEC to make sure I'm not saying anything necessarily about where we are, what we're doing, or this kind of thing. Um, but, you know, I never realized or never thought that, hey, somebody's going to take these pictures and put them on a dating site and, and kind of spin a story about uh, a soldier to take advantage of people. I That never occurred to me. I mean, I just didn't – I did not see that as a possible – uh, kind of threat. Um, didn't see that. No. Well, I'm just thinking I, about I, it. We put pictures up for Veterans Day and Memorial Day and, and all sorts of veterans things. You know, I, I, yeah. it's yeah. unfortunate that we can't even do that and, and trust yeah. that, that they're that, going to be that's safe. Right. That, that's right. It's, uh, I, I, it just never occurred to me that people would take images. And, uh, and it, it only takes one. I mean, if you look at the images that are used um, most often, it's a picture of me in uh, a dress uniform, and uh, sometimes that's it. And then there are pictures of me and my son, uh, and he's got his Boy Scout uniform on, and me and my son, you know, on the, on the farm in North Carolina with the horses. And, and from there, from three pictures, you can spin a good, pretty good story about, you know, a soldier, uh, you know, down, down uh, range in Syria, supporting humanitarian mission. Um, my son's uh, in boarding school in Kentucky near our farm. Uh, and you can go and you can, you can craft a pretty good lie out of all that 
Next thing you know, he's injured in a horse riding accident in boarding school, and, uh, you know, I need money to help pay some medical bills, but I can't access my money because I'm forward deployed in Syria. So what uh, if I could borrow $500, that'd be great. And then, you know, and it kind of goes from there. And they'll reach out and, and canvas 100 women with that, uh, with that. And of those, they may get, you know, 15 responses of those 15. Maybe two will send them 500 bucks. And that's a good day's work right there. So does the, military, does the military pay for your transportation? I mean, I hear people say, uh, I need money for leave. I need money for medical. I need yeah. money for this. If they're yeah. in the military, do they need that? No, they don't. And, and that's, and so most people that have ever served quickly see through this thing. Like, yeah, I've heard, uh, I've been shot. I need money for better medicine. I need to be sent back to the hospital, but the Army doesn't have money to send me. I mean, none of that's true. I mean, you know, Again, you know from your service uh, and from your kid's service that, that it just doesn't happen that way. We are well taken care of. If we're hurt, the Army takes care of us. Uh, it, we don't need money. For, we don't need you to send medicine. We don't need you to send uh, uh, money so we can fly back to a better hospital. None of that's true. And um, I see this a lot, which didn't occur to me, that uh, uh, the scammers will say use some very official-looking verbiage, make up some official-looking uh, letterhead and um, I understand, you know, uh, Lieutenant Colonel or Colonel Denny is going on R&R leave. I need you to verify that this will be his leave address. Could you please sign this to verify and provide this information about yourself, okay? And, uh, and so they won't ask for any money. There's a verification, and uh, it looks official, and that's just one more thing that adds credibility to the scammer's story that, Yep, uh, my chain of command, I know, reached out to you, confirmed that I was going to be spending time with you over my leave period. Could you send 1200 bucks uh, so I can get a plane ticket, and uh, I'll fly back, and uh, we'll have leave at your place and, uh, you know, talk about our future together and look at a down payment on a house and this kind of thing. And then, oh, he doesn't get to go because, uh, you know, the base was rocketed or, you know, something like that, or some excuse comes up, missions are going on, and, can't talk about it because it's in a very secretive kind of environment um, and this kind of thing. And that's how you just kind of, you know, start, start with little things, uh, help build your credibility. A lot of the Facebook profiles I see now don't get fully developed because, uh, you know, you, they'll meet you on Facebook and then quickly try to shutter you into the, a private email so they can just talk to you one-on-one -on -one so it's not public. Um, because typically if I see one of the fake profiles that has uh, – a lot of friends to it, you know, we'll, we'll message those people and say, hey, this guy's a scammer, you know, just trying to get money from you. I'm going to report his profile and have him deleted, this kind of thing. So, when it's interesting, military uniforms typically have your names on them. And I have, right. I've seen people that have, and I think this is in one of the articles that I saw about you, where someone thought your name was Joe Schmo or whatever the names are, and I'll have yeah. you tell me. But then someone pointed out to them, look, his uniform says Denny. Yeah. It's just an obvious yeah. thing that we don't, we're not looking for. So what are the telltale, yeah. the, the tells when they're looking at a uniform to tell if you're true, if you're real or not? And what have been some of the names that people have used for your profiles? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, Scott Morgan, Scott Denny. Uh, I've been Ricky Sanchez. I've been Ricky Bobby. I've been, you know, in, you know a, a dozen different, uh, different names in, you know, some, quite honestly, you look and go, yeah, that is, that's probably not a real name for that guy. And that's how uh, Kathy Waters out in California and I linked up. Uh, she uh, 
her, a friend of her mother's, uh, and I won't tell her story. I think you're going to have her on at some point. Uh, was being I think she's actually and, listening uh, right now. We'll have her talk in a minute. I, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. And uh, a friend of her mother's was being scammed, and uh, Kathy's like, "Okay, this all sounds like uh, too good to be true. Maybe unbelievable." And uh, she looked at my uniform, and it had my name on it. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, that's that's not the right guy." And uh, she ended up finding me. Um, uh, and uh, reached out and contacted me through LinkedIn. Um, but it, it is, uh, yeah, the ones, the, the fake profiles that use my name, uh, and there are fewer of those because they were easy to find and report uh, for me. Now, because they use so many different names, uh, it's harder to find them, and we really are relying upon people to kind of go, hey, I'm talking to this guy. Is What do you think? And uh, it, it's like, yep, that's that's my picture. Or no, it's not my picture, but likelihood of this being a real thing is fairly slim so you know we can kind of weigh in on those discussions but you guys you and kathy deal a lot with facebook why has facebook not done a better job with eliminating the duplicates or having some sort of facial recognition to i mean it's it's obvious when we're looking at your pictures that they're being used over and over why can't they stop it or why won't they stop it in your in your opinion okay so yeah this is this is my opinion uh but i would say you know they uh you know, it's not in their best interest. It's it's really not in their interest to do that. They're a business and they're looking to make money. And the more money that they have to spend uh, policing up their uh, their site, their bulletin board, you know, that's money away from uh, the stockholders. They're not able to, to pay out as much. They're not making as much if they're having to spend money uh, in policing up their profile. So that's, that's one issue. Um, the second is, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes to their, uh, their credibility. They don't want to acknowledge that there's so many fake profiles. They don't want to acknowledge that human trafficking takes place on their site. They don't want to acknowledge that, you know, a, a, a double-digit percentage of their sites are probably just fake profiles looking to take advantage. I mean, so there, there's that. And then they don't want to be um, the police of social media. They don't want to be the guys that go – hey, yeah, this is wrong. Uh, they'll say it's free speech, but, you know, clearly in their personal, in their, in their code of conduct and their standards that they publicize and kind of uh, wave in your face and use uh, to, to either uh, remove posts that they don't agree with uh, as an organization, um, but they'll, they'll wave their community standards in your face and say, yeah, this violates what we think is right, yet there are hundreds of sites online right now that are clearly meant to sell IDs, sell the backstory, sell the, the information on how do you how do you do this, how do you get going, and and those get reported, and they don't get taken down because they they cite okay this is really a free speech issue and we don't want to weigh in on that. It's obvious what it is, um, but you know it, to get them to take action is uh, you got to have. You know, Kathy and I were lucky to be able to develop a relationship to a degree uh, and where they did respond and they would take down some sites. But still, um, it wasn't always 100% successful. In fact, it was more like 50, 50% successful um, in doing that. And, and I guess lastly, I would say they don't do it because uh, they don't police themselves because they don't have to. Um, regulation uh, 230 uh, kind of says, hey, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card. And social media giants can do whatever they want and put in they're not liable. They've created the Internet. They've created this bulletin board that you can put things on. But 
they're not liable for anything that gets put on it. And they kind of cling to that. And unless that is changed, um, they, 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 build, they really can operate with impunity. But, and they, they don't have to do anything. You don't have to take action. Uh, you can do whatever you want to on Facebook site, on, on a site like Facebook. Uh, Google Hangouts is no better. A thousand dating sites out there, they're all the same. Um, you can do whatever you want, put whatever you want on the Internet. And, you know, the, the guys that create the site just aren't liable. You can't well, hold them I, I think part of it, too, is that once someone's been victimized, um, they don't want to speak up. And so the numbers aren't being reported, right. and, and I'm, I swear, if Jeff Bezos, oh, Jeff Bezos, he's, I mean, but Zuckerberg if, if, or Mandy Ginsburg, if one of their mothers was taken, they might take it oh, yeah. seriously. Yeah. You know, but me, yeah, hey, it, they oh, don't know who I am. It would, it would, have, to be very, it would have to be personal. I, I've said this, yeah. It would have to be very personal for them to get involved in it. But quite frankly, you know, the interest level is just, not that high to police themselves up. And um, you're right. Uh, you know, this is one of those crimes that's underreported because people are embarrassed by it. I mean, I, I never lost any money. Uh, my pictures were used to take advantage of people. And that was embarrassing enough for me that I didn't talk about it. I didn't tell anybody about this, that was this kind of thing that was happening for about a year um, because it's embarrassing. I mean, I, I don't want to be known as this guy, and I definitely don't want, you know, I spent my, my, most of my adult life uh, serving to, to take care of people and to, you know, to fight for people who couldn't fight for themselves. And now, at the end of all that, my pictures are being used to hurt people. And, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, not a great thing. Uh, the guys that I finally talked to about this were like, wow, that's pretty flattering, you know, that this has happened. And, and I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, that's got to suck. I'm like, it does suck. It, it's, uh, you know, you're the bearer of bad news. I mean, I can look and I'll get, uh, you know, a dozen messages a week on Messenger from people I don't know, and they're looking for confirmation that, you know, want, at this point they're looking for confirmation that, yeah, they've been scammed and, you know, they've been hurt, and sometimes they don't know, um, and you kind of like the bearer of bad news over and over and over for people telling them, I'm sorry this happened to you, um, and this kind of thing. And it just, uh, it is not, uh, it's not fun. It, well, it's, it's, it's interesting fun. for me that, you know, when you and I met on, on the Mel Robbins show, I mean, I'm the other, I'm one side of the scam, and I was yeah. Air Force intelligence and all that, so w- never should have been scammed. You're on the other side of the scam, which people don't talk about often, and that's the um, impersonation, and your identity has been stolen. And, and, you know, it's just such a shame that it happens to good people. I never thought I would be the voice of the survivor. And, you know, I was embarrassed like you. I didn't talk about it for a year. And once I did, though, and I saw how important it was to tell the story, that's why I'm telling your story, because it's important for people to see that you are a person. You, your picture has been used and abused by people who don't care about us. And, yeah. you know, I was watching that show this morning. It was an ABC um, News in-depth about Meet the Scammers. And they actually interviewed the scammers, and these are young, young boys, young men in Nigeria, Ghana, around the world. They don't care. They figure we owe them something, and they're going to get it. And they don't care who they hurt. And, and, you know, they're hurting you by taking your pictures or hurting me because they broke my heart. And the word's not getting out in a big enough way. So how can we get it out in a bigger way, Brian? How, you know, how can we make a difference? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, doing, doing interviews, talking about it, 
uh, you know, being upfront about it. That that's you know, we, that's probably the most significant thing. I mean, Kathy and I talked about uh, you know what what we could do, and we kind of came about this in like a three pronged kind of attack. One, it was to provide information, talk talk to people, uh, spread the word, do as many. Uh, uh, podcasts, publications, interviews, you know, anything we could do to, to tell people, hey, this is a real thing. This is a real crime. Uh, these are, or, this is organized crime, and it's happening, and so people need to know that this is going on. Uh, and by spreading the word and educating people, you know, hopefully fewer and fewer people would be uh, hurt by this. Um, you know, and, uh, and two, uh, try to bring about change uh, through regulation and what the social media giants are actually held accountable for. As I said, you know, Facebook, you know, is by far the largest. Um, and it's the only one of the, you know, social media platforms I ever really used or was on. And so, uh, you know, my goal wasn't to, hey, we're going to shut down Facebook. No, I, quite frankly, I want to make Facebook a, a better place. Um, and so we, we really wanted to have a, a dialogue and kind of show them, hey, this is what we see. What do you guys see and what are you doing about it? And as we've kind of talked about, not much has changed. They haven't done much. This is what they have done. Um, since we've been talking to them, they opened up Facebook Marketplace, which took time and resources to develop and, uh, and get that going. They opened up a, uh, Facebook, a dating site on Facebook. I mean, they've done a lot of things to the platform, not one of which has made it a safer place to, for people to communicate. Um, and so, you know, you always got to listen to look at uh, what they say, you know, are priorities and then watch where the money goes. Money tells you where the real priorities are. And from my perspective, uh, policing up their own uh, platform isn't a priority yet. And it won't be a priority until there's some way to hold them accountable. Um, and so that's Kathy and I uh, kind of work on that. And the, the third piece of this is to try to bring about, you know, some justice uh, and uh, collecting stories, accounts, uh, what data we can from the people that are operating the scams uh, and provide that to the right authorities uh, that they can reach out uh, government to government and, and maybe uh, work towards prosecuting the people that are doing this kind of thing. My goal was if we could eliminate a lot of uh, small fish uh, that kind of do this, uh, the government could concentrate on uh, bigger fish uh, and with their resources. And, you know, Kathy and I have probably made it more difficult, I would like to think, uh, by reporting uh, so many uh, fake profiles. But quite frankly, if the social media site, don't remove them, don't take them down, don't take down the, the Yahoo Boy accounts that really provide the information on how to do this, then they haven't really, they're not, you know, quite frankly, they're not supporting uh, the fight against these guys. And, uh, and you can tell by my tone that, you know, I don't think they really have. Right. So what do you tell somebody whose picture has been used? How, how do they report it or how do they go about stopping it? Or, you know, obviously they, they can't in a big way, but what do you, what do you tell them? Yeah. Well, I, I, I tell people that, you know, and it's a lot of guys, uh, and I know guys that, that uh, this has happened to, I'm like, well, it, it's easy to walk away and not do anything, but quite frankly, that's not the right thing to do, and it's against, our, our, you know, our nature. Uh, and most of the guys I know are, are military folks that have done this and are not looking to turn their back on a fight. But I said, you know, scan, go into the, the search bar on whatever site you're on and search your name and see what comes up. And it's a, if it's a fake profile, you have an obligation to report that and try to get it taken down. And work, if you just work to get your, your, the ones you can identify taken down, if everybody does that piece, then you're doing something and you're generating – 
uh, data points that someone in Facebook uh, or wherever has to respond to. Quite frankly, um, I filled out, you know, I reported thousands upon thousands of uh, profiles on, on Facebook, and uh, I don't think a human being has actually ever looked at any one of those. I think it's all computer-generated algorithms. I, I used to give out these long, like, hey, this is who I am, this is what's going on. And, uh, and I realized whatever I write doesn't matter one way or the other. It makes no difference. Um, it, it'll come back very arbitrarily. Yep, we deleted this site because it goes against community standards. Or no, we didn't find that it went against community standard, standards because, you know, whatever facial recognition software they're using, you know, didn't kind of determine it was a threat. So, um, which, which, and Kathy will tell you that uh, we've had conversations with them where we said, hey, you know, are you sure that, uh, you know, what's up with your facial recognition software? And they would say, well, anytime somebody uh, modifies, crops, shades the picture, um, it, does, they don't, it doesn't pick it up. Their software doesn't pick that up. So that's why the same pictures get used for, repeatedly. Uh, but Kathy built, like, 15 sites using the same, my image, the same image. She cropped it. She shaded it. She, you know, did a number of different things to it, and every time the, the, the software, uh, the program said, yeah, that's Brian Denny, and uh, it knew who I was. It, it would suggest a number of friends, none of which I knew. They were all from, play, from Nigeria, uh, and it's like, seriously, it's changed my whole, uh, you know, my whole demographic in terms of who I communicate with uh, because the machine now thinks, oh, I'm Brian Denny, and I'm, in, I'm obviously from Nigeria because – most of the people that use my images are from there. So, Absolutely. Well, you've uh, got lots of friends over there. Apparently. I'm supporting a village or two, I reckon. <laughs> apparently so, yeah. It, it, is a, it is a mega community and uh, economic boom over there. And it, it is such a shame. And, and every time I hear your story, I feel so bad. I mean, I forget my story when I hear your story because, you know, uh, it's just the whole thing is just is – just, Unfortunate. So one last yep. thing before we bring in, you know, if people have questions that they want to ask, when you're talking to women that have been duped by someone impersonating you, what do you tell them how, and how do, how do they move forward? I mean, I, I, my scammer confessed and I saw him in person. That rarely happens. I don't know who the guy is that, the, that I had fallen in love with the pictures, but I saw the real guy from Nigeria. Um, when women see you, at least they have a face now to the picture, but how do they disconnect their heart from you? Because you're such a good guy. Well, I, uh, well, that, that, I appreciate that. Uh, my family you know, helps, helps me stay connected uh, right where I'm supposed to be. But I would say, you know, for, for people that have gone through this and, uh, you know, you, you don't, you know, I, I get a number of emotions that come up like they're ashamed um, and the like, but, you know, there's no need to be. Uh, this happens to people, um, all walks of life, all education levels. Uh, it, it makes you, it only makes you one thing, and that's very human. And as humans, we're all subject to, uh, you know, to be preyed upon by people who want to prey upon us. And uh, I would just say, you know, you've got to, uh, one, report it, re report that this happened. Uh, don't just uh, fade off and, you know, chalk it up to, well, that's one on me. No, that's one, and, you know, for everyone that doesn't get reported, I kind of feel like it just fuels uh, the fire because when you walk into someone's office, uh, in D.C., one of the elected representatives, and, and you start talking about this, and 
you know, you go, have you ever heard of this? And like, no, this doesn't affect my my district. This doesn't affect my state. And you know, we're quick to say, well, according to, you know, just Googling up some stats, it happened a lot in your state and uh, you just don't know about it. And this is a revenue that your state lost because people sent money overseas and you can, uh, to scammers. And you can imagine, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, what the real percentage is based on the fact that maybe only 10% of these things can be reported. So I would encourage people to, to, uh, that this happens to one, don't, don't be embarrassed. Know that you're not alone. Know that this happens to a number of people report it. And then there are some sites again, going back to Facebook, uh, where you can, uh, like ours, advocating uh, uh, against romance scammers. And you can go and find somebody to talk to, share your story. I find that that helps uh, people quite a bit uh, just to have a dialogue. Know that, yeah, this happened to me, but, you know, it happens to a lot of people. Uh, I'm no different. Uh, and, uh, you know, I can talk about what uh, they experience and kind of get the data captured there. And what we need for them to understand is that you are not the scammer. You are a victim, and so yeah. to I've I've seen many uh, victims who are are scam baiting and they're haters and they're going after that guy in the picture, and that's yeah. a crime. You know, going against you would be stalking yeah. or you know bullying or something. So you are also a victim. We, they need to understand that the guys in the pictures and the women are victims also. Yeah. And, and survivors. I hate the word victim. We are survivors of something yeah. horrible. Well, I've only, I, you know, in my personal experience, I had one lady early on that uh, kind of held me accountable for it. It's like, you know, why, are, why is it the Pentagon doing more? And I, I said the same thing. They're trying to tell the story of over, you know, 400,000 great men and women every day. You know, what, what would you have them do? And she said, well, why are you doing more? Why, why aren't you involved in this? I'm like, you found me because I am involved in this. You found me because I came out and spoke out against this. I'm like, you know, what more do you want me to do? She's like, well, you know, you're lucky. Uh, and someday you're going to be old and your pictures won't be as good. I'm like, the pictures are the pictures. Um, you know, they don't change. There's, you know, it's, that's a, you know, but I, I understand. I mean, I'm, I wasn't hostile towards her or mad at her. I mean, she uh, had lost a bit of money. And more importantly, from my perspective, uh, she had had her feelings uh you know, really toyed with emotionally. She was very hurt. Um, she'd been in a relationship, I, I, I want to say, that was uh, in excess of a year. Um, and you know what that's like. And uh, she was going to have a hard time recovering from this. This was not something that she was going to easily get over. And uh, No, it's, it's devastating. It, it changes your life. And if you don't realize yeah. that, you know, good, this happens to good people, smart people, uh, all the time, and that we were, it was a perfect yep. storm for us, um, that you have to learn from what happened and move forward. And, and that's what I say, too. You have to talk it out. You've got you to gotta forgive yourself and then move on because you, it's part of your life now. But by not yep. talking about it, we're letting it happen to somebody else. Uh, I agree with that. That's, that's right. That's right. So anyway, I, I could talk to you forever. We are going to open up the meeting. At, uh, there, we have people online. If they want to come up um, and ask a question, I'm going to put the question and answers period on here. You just have to hit star, hit star six if you would like to, uh, to come on. Hang on a minute. I didn't want to end the call. Um, okay. So we're going to continue on. Brian, I know you work with Kathy Waters. I actually see her on the line. I don't know if she's going to 
come on. Um, how do people get a hold of you if they would like to follow up with you? So it's, uh, it's pretty easy to, to reach out to Kathy or me through our uh, website. And I think uh, you've got that uh, posted. We are on Facebook, uh, which is a pretty good way to, uh, to, <laughs> to contact us. Um, and uh, they know that. We, uh, we advertise that with them all the time. Uh, but it's, it's pretty easy. And uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, I would ask if you've got a story to tell, come online and, and use that. Uh, to, to kind of tell that story and, you know, that platform to, to say what happened and uh, share, share your experience. Uh, Kathy has a full-time job, and, and so do I. Uh, and we both have families, so we are decisively engaged uh, in living our lives as well. Um, um, I don't, so, Kathy, I'm not signing her up. She doesn't run a hotline where she's available 24-7. But uh, uh, we, we do uh, want to hear from you if you've got something to, to share or tell. Well, there are helplines, and I was on a call yesterday in Washington, D.C. with several helplines um, that are not specifically for romance scams, but they're for fraud in general, and they can get you to somebody. And it, it's, it's really important. And I work with an organization called SCARS, which is the Society for Citizens Against Relationship Scams. And we do a lot, of, we do a lot like you do. We're, we're mostly a victim support. We're not and we're, you know, we're doing different things. But I think what we need to all do is put our egos behind us. Anybody in this business, put your ego behind you and work together because the world is so big and this is happening in so many places and people aren't hearing us. I mean, I had a call, a woman called me the other day, a woman that's a friend from a few years ago, and she had been groomed over the last six months, not because she had money, but because she had a bank account and they used her as yeah. a money mule for laundering money. And that's something yep. I don't think that's really talked about either. Um, and you know, our bank accounts are, are, are ours. They're not to give to somebody else. iTunes cards are not to be bought for somebody else. Um, and you know, your son must see yeah. this. And yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I would say yeah. That, that absolutely. We don't talk about that. But some people uh, get involved in this and end up uh, being mules to either. Uh, uh, knowingly or unknowingly, uh, tra help 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 uh, you know move money uh, for the scammers. And that happens uh, again. Sometimes they know what's going on, and sometimes they don't. Uh, and uh, and I, I think I'm convinced sometimes that they do it for a cut. Uh, but it happens, and these are people right here in the United States that help support this. Um, and uh, it, it does happen. And yeah, it's funny. My I, I'm lucky. My son not interested in social media at all. I established uh, a Facebook account because we both do a lot of living history and uh, travel through Europe during this kind of doing, uh, uh, you know, living history. And uh, I established a site so he could kind of advertise that and show that for potential universities that he was looking at. You know, they want to know what your Facebook account is and just kind of highlight his experience. And, uh, and I had just set up his site. I mean, it, it was not up 10 minutes, and he was getting uh, a friend request from somebody that uh, I knew had been scammed, had, I had actually had to block because of the uh, uh, obsessive and, and constant contact. And uh, it was a great way to teach him, hey, these are, you know, who, who do you want on your Facebook site and, and who do you not want? And do, who do you know and who do you don't know? Um, and I don't think he ever went back and looked at Facebook again <laughs> after that discussion. Uh, but, yeah, he, he sees this and knows it's a, at this point, he really knows it's a thing. Uh, he sees it and uh, is very out of it. And I, and I, get, I think I mentioned that uh, Kathy and I are both running the uh, Advocating Against Romance Scammers. 
Um, and if you type that in, uh, you'd find us on Facebook as well. But, and I agree with you, you know, putting your ego on the shelf, this is, this is one fight. Um, and it's good that we have a multi-pronged approach uh, in this fight uh, to bring attention to this. But it is one fight. We're all on the same team. Um, it, you know, at the end of the day, um, there's not one, one team that's going to be on the objective saying, yeah, we did this uh, or I did this. It, it is very much a we, us uh, kind of fight, and uh, our goals are not mutually exclusive. So um, we all have to bear that in mind. Absolutely. Same fight. And, uh, it, you know, I, I just – I keep looking. I have gone onto YouTube and I've watched your the shows you've been on, and, and I've watched the show the show that you were on, you and I were on, and uh, it was funny because you were ta- we were talking about the Mel Robbins show. A friend of yours said, "Hey, I saw you on Mel Robbins," and and again, and like this week, and we really were there in November, and uh, and yeah. someone else contacted me. So it's syndicated and it's showing at different times, which is so important because this is an international problem. It's not just right. here in the States. It's international, uh, and it's, it's something that we – I don't think we can stop, but we can certainly slow it down. Um, I yeah. had a guest a couple weeks ago, someone that interviewed you. His name is Brett Johnson, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Brett is – Brett is I, I, I tell him he's a brother by another mother, um, yeah. although Johnson's good, good my guy. married name. But, uh, you know, <laughs> extraordinary to hear the story from a former scammer. Yeah. And, and to yeah. hear that scammers are really bright. They're not stupid. Yeah. And uh, they are yeah. so far ahead of us in what they can do and what they can't. Well, your take on Brett and what, what's he, what he's doing. No, it was really good. Uh, no, he was uh, – I appreciate, the, you know, his background uh, and uh, on, the, on the other side of the, of the line there and then where he's kind of at now. And uh, I was uh, grateful for the opportunity to be on the show and, and uh, uh, work this through with him. And you're right. I mean – the people that are doing this are good at what they do. I mean, look at the, the you know, you're, you're feeding your family by being able to manipulate and take advantage of people. You're, you're feeding, uh, fueling, funding your lifestyle by being able to manipulate and take advantage of people through the Internet using just a keyboard and some pictures. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, most people go out and have to work pretty hard at a job, uh, toiling at something or doing something uh, to make money. Uh, people are doing, uh, you know, people are doing this, uh, are working at taking advantage of you, working at taking your money simply by sitting uh, in front of a keyboard, using a couple of photographs that they stole and a script uh, that they may have purchased online or maybe just making up that they know enough about, uh, you know, enough about the, the things that they're saying that they're, their, that their uh, persona is doing, uh, but uh, you know this is a this is a job for people. The scammers are smart. Um, this is how they make money. This is not uh, child's play. Uh, this is, although being you know quite frankly, I think it's being uh, uh, you know perpetuated by uh, kids as well. But this is organized crime. The people that do this are, are thieves and crooks and criminals. They're adults, uh, and uh, this is a, a livelihood. So, and they're very smart and very good at what they do. And they're, they're trained in universities in Nigeria and over in Ghana, and they work as families. And, uh, you know, when I asked my scammer why he did it, he said, Debbie, don't understand the economics over here. We have to make a living. And I'm like, make a living by not hurting somebody, you know, because it's devastating. Yep. Uh, and that's not their concern. I mean, your nope, personal well-being, not. not a concern for them. Um, you know, it's, you know, they, you know, uh, a number of times this leads to 
very tragic consequences for the person that's been scammed, a uh, person that's been take advantage, taken advantage of where they uh, take their life. Um, and uh, when they realize, you know, at a very, at a stage in my life uh, where I could not, you know, I could not recoup the losses, I gave away everything. I gave away uh, my savings. I, I mortgaged my house to send uh, this person I was in love with money. I gave everything to that person, and then there's no recovering from that. Um, and I've seen that a, a number of times, and it ends in tragedy. And uh, for the person who's been scammed, uh, but for the person who's done that, I mean, they, there's no repercussions other than they've got to find somebody else to, to pay their bills. I mean, there's no repercussions. They, they, you know, you're able to walk away, and it's just that easy. So. And they're not, they're not looking for a million-dollar payout. They're looking for $250 from a million people. Yep. So it's yep. a, it's a exactly numbers right. game to them. And we're their clients. Yep. I heard this on, an art, on a show today. We are their clients, and they feel like we owe them. We are not yep. their love. And, and I think we just get caught up in the emotions and the endorphins and all that fun stuff, you know, of looking at a picture and, and just falling in love with that picture. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, it's, it's, I get yep. just speechless sometimes when I think about all the people that they're hurting. And, and then that actually gives me the energy to start speaking up again. Because like you, if we can stop one person from – this happening to or prevent yeah. it to, for one person or help one person recover, that's important. So in your story, when I talk to women and they tell me they see a man in uniform, I, first thing I'm on, right off the bat, I'm saying, yep, that's a scam. You know, and yeah. I, I don't yeah. want anybody to get hurt because of a military person. I mean, we, we're too intimate with the military and we right. put our lives into the military and to have somebody take advantage of it, that, that, Stolen valor, basically, really irks me. No, no, I'm with you for all for all those reasons. That, that's exactly right. Well, so going forward, Brian, what are you going to be able to do make, to make a difference going forward? What do you want us so, to do? Yeah, so I, I think you know, one, I would say my my message is is kind of consistent. Uh, if you uh, if you you know see something that's too good to be true, uh, it probably is. Don't never give money to strangers uh, and people that you know online. Uh, you don't really know. Um, and so you may be in a relationship or think you're in a relationship, but quite honestly, you've got to step back and, and ask yourself if you, you know, somebody knocked at your door and said, I need you to give me a, you know, a $200 uh, iTunes gift card or buy me a cell phone, would you do that? Uh, if the answer is no, uh, then you really need to examine the people that you only know online and, uh, and kind of uh, assess where you are uh, with those people. Um, because th there's a reason people can come up with uh, excuses of why uh, they're unable to video chat with you, unable to show you uh, uh, video and voice at the same time. And if you've seen a lot of that and experienced a lot of that, you know, they're probably not talking to the person you think you're talking to. Um, and if you have been scammed or, or think you have been scammed, Report it. You need to say something. Tell, share that story with uh, uh, people, uh, and we can help you do that either through uh, uh, advocating against romance scammers or your site. I mean, it's you just you reach out and share that with somebody. So it's it's you know there's one thing to be just another statistic, but then there's a completely another thing to be well this happened and I'm not a statistic because no one knows it happened to me. I kept quiet about it. I didn't share it. Um, by all means, be a statistic report it and let somebody know that this happened to you. And that's the only way, quite frankly, we'll ever have the leverage needed 
to 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 have uh, social media changed and, and, and some responsibility put on them for policing themselves. Only by showing the magnitude of the crime in terms of people hurt, uh, and that unfortunately is expressed most often in dollars, that's the only way we'll ever uh, impact uh, this fight and have social media changed for the better. Well, thank, I thank you so much for speaking up. I'm, <coughs> excuse me. Um, how does it make you feel to speak up now? I know it was embarrassing before, but how do you feel when you, when you talk about this? Well, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I think it's a necessity. It needs to be done. Uh, it's not something that's going to go away uh, by people sitting on their hands. Uh, you've got to talk about it, let people know that it's happening, uh, talk to your, your friends, family, loved ones, and let them know what's happening. So, you know, I, I couldn't imagine staying silent and not doing anything. Um, that's just not who I am. Um, so, you know, you, you uh, it's not, this is not a fight I, I wanted to be in, not a fight I chose, but it's a fight I, I found myself in. And, you know, this is what you do when you're in a fight. You fight back. Well, thank you for being the warrior in this one. And I'm sorry it happened to you. I'm sorry it happened to me. But, you know, it happened for a reason. And that reason yep. is because we're going to speak up and hopefully try to slow this down and maybe stop it, prevent it. So thank you so much, Brian. I so appreciate your time. I want everybody to know that this episode has been sponsored by my company, BenfoComplete.com, which is a vitamin supplement company that supports health, healthy and happy hands and feet and provides a vitamin supplement for diabetic neuropathy. But what I want people to know is that if any of you know anyone who has been a victim to fraud or scam, if you yourself have been or anybody in your family, we want you to report it. Report it to the FBI's IC3.gov. Report it to anyscam.com. Go to Brian's website. Um, remember to join my Facebook group, which is Stand Up and Speak Up, for special information and for replays from this show. And for other shows, we've had some extraordinary guests. Um, it's, our, it's up to us to speak up and stand up and speak up and get this message out to the world because if we don't do it, the scammers go to the bank, and we don't want that. So, Brian, thank you so much for what you and Kathy are doing and for spreading the word, and I, I wish you the very best with your mom and dad and your, your visiting with your families. Uh, stay safe, and uh, we shall be in touch again. So thank you, sir. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Thank you.